Countdown to kickoff continues ahead of the San Francisco 49ers and the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 10. And it's time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back, Fred Taylor. And we have arrived at the second half of the season, Fred. The stretch run is underway and it starts off with a bang. San Francisco coming in here. Yes, they're five and three. Don't let that fool you. This is still one of the best teams in the NFC. What's up? JP, you're right, man. This is the best half of the season, the biggest half. And you said it. It starts off with a bang, big bang. And I have a theory. I think the Jaguars are going to kick some butt in this long, in this home stretch. And uh, it starts with the Niners. A team who's railing, you know, they've lost three in a row. They're trying to figure it out and, and regain their confidence. They have a really good team, as you said. Uh, no need to, to, to get any tissue anytime soon. They're not a, a group of softies. Yeah, I think um, what, what we're going to see is that they have back Trent, Trent Williams. They have back Debo Samuels. They have a healthy uh, Christian McCaffrey, who I think is one of the top three running backs in the entire NFL as to date. So they're they're a team who's going to lean on Brock Purdy, young quarterback, to go out there and not make mistakes and get the ball to their playmakers. And those guys are going to try to go out and make some plays and get off that losing streak. You know, Fred, there was a, a lot of questions this week about this being a measuring stick game for the Jaguars and all this. And they kind of, some of the guys that were asked that bristled a little bit. At some point, it's a measuring stick for the other teams, too. The Jaguars are a pretty good team, Fred. <laughs> Correct. You know, uh, you just take that and you throw it completely out the window. Look around the NFL. You know, they say it's any given Sunday, and they, they don't say it. That's just not cliche. It's the truth. You know, it has so many people wondering if there's actually a script to the NFL. And people are saying, hey, the games are rigged. You got Vegas calling in. Vegas are calling the referees. I've never seen a ref answer the phone during the game. How can Vegas call and say, hey, I need this play to happen or I need that to happen? That's the beauty of our sport. It's any given Sunday and you don't have a clue and idea of who's going to be who. Turnovers are unaccounted for. You never know when they're going to happen. Uh, flags, you know, when guys have unnecessary roughness penalties and all these tic-tac files, you just never know when those things change the course of the game. And, and I think for the Jaguars, uh, they are a good team. They're a top team. It's not a measuring stick. What it is is I think it's an opportunity for them to show that they're a good team and that they can be a consistent NFL team or one of the top NFL teams. Uh, look at when they lost uh, to, to the Texans. Was that a measuring stick game or was mm -hmm. that a game they were supposed to blow them out? So you kind of throw that uh, statement out of the window. I think it's sexy for reporters to, to ask, and try to line the team up against when they're trying to hype up this game. Obviously, it wasn't a big enough game to get flexed to a Sunday night matchup over the Jets and the Raiders. Tired of watching the Jets and the Raiders in prime time. Give us a break, please, whoever set the schedule. Uh, I think it would have been a perfect time to watch Jacksonville and the Niners. But obviously, it wasn't a measuring stick game to the, to the schedule makers. So now here we have it, 1 o'clock, Duval. Come, bring your popcorn. I think it'll be a movie over a measuring stick. I agree with that. Fred Taylor with us, pride of the Jaguars, running back. And, yeah, get your popcorn ready for this uh, matchup between Trent Williams, the left tackle for San Francisco, and Josh Allen, the outside linebacker for the Jaguars, who's been lining up on the defensive right, offensive left, left a lot of the year. 
Okay, Josh Allen, if if you want to go do it, this would be the time to go do it against Trent Williams, one of the best tackles in the league. You know, Trent is obviously top three, top five tackles in all of the game. And he has that dirty, nasty mentality and a mindset that I'm not going to let you mess with any players on my team, uh, certainly on my side of the ball. I mean, every now and then you see Trent getting in fights and throwing helmets. He's that type of old school nasty. And that's what you want, quite frankly, because if you're going to pay your quarterback 30, 40 million a year, you want to make sure that he's not going to have any free hits or runners on his backside, Um, on his blind side. Here we have Josh Allen, a guy who's in his contract season, uh, a guy who's in the top with the other guys uh, leading the league in sacks. I think he has nine sacks, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on the season, which is crazy. Uh, and uh, But he's out there, he's grinding, he's working hard, and this is the type of games you live for. you know. But he's going to have to bring his whole uh, 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 roller deck. He's going to have to call up all of his moves, whether it's speed, the uh, power, uh, just quickness, you know, trying to out-quick uh, Big Trent. Whatever it might be, he's going to have to use his entire toolbox to make it happen and uh, to get those guys off the field. Again, they have a ton of playmakers. They can run it. They can run it right at him and test to see if he's ready in that capacity. Or they can drop back, block him up, and pass it. Uh, I love the challenge. I love the challenge for the entire defense uh, because I believe the San Fran's offense is as strong as their defense and their defense isn't a a unit to sleep on they got a lot of great players as well fred taylor with us i think a portion of our audience is asking what is a rolodex that's you know hey it's part (laughs) i mean hey look it don't happen anymore (laughs) or maybe the little black book you know but that has connotations it does attached to it Okay. Uh, but yeah, he ought to you know get his roller deck out and uh, you know call up his look for his best stuff in there. He got something. <laughs> Fred Taylor, hey um, Christian McCaffrey, you you mentioned his name a moment ago. I mean, he's leading the league in rushing yards, but he's so much more than that for San Francisco. And the fact that they actually got him there in the trade a couple of years ago is is remarkable. And he just adds to what they can do. They've got the tight end. They've got receivers. They've got an efficient quarterback, but. McCaffrey's the guy. Why is he so difficult? And, you know, his skill set is just unique, it feels like. It's very much unique. We don't see this type of player uh, every year or every so often. I mean, uh, no, he is the guy, a guy who uh, he does it all. I mean, he gets the ball downhill. He has lateral jump cut ability. He can make you miss. He can run you over. Uh, And not a big guy. I think his size is deceiving, uh, but, you know, I, I think with his decision-making, his vision, he's able to get to where he needs to go as quick as any running back in the league. And uh, through that, he he brings forth power because he's not, again, not the biggest size back, but uh, with those other qualities, he's able to generate uh, explosiveness and explosive plays. Uh, he, re- he, I would like to say he's the white Marshall Falk, right? Remember Marshall had that year where he had a thousand receiving, a thousand rushing. You don't see that happening in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey is the closest thing to that. There are some other guys that sort of remind me of Christian. A couple of years ago, I would say Christian will remind me of those guys, but now he's made his own name. Uh, he's a powerhouse runner, uh, and he gets it done for them. Screen plays, check downs. 
uh, the route designs out of the backfield, corner routes out of the backfield. You can line them up and motion them in. He can run uh, option routes out of uh, receiver position. You can hand it off to him. He can run the power. He can run the toss. He can run the zone play, stretch zone outside. He can do everything. And the Jaguars, prob- this he will be the best back that they faced all season. And they have to be extremely disciplined because with that vision, he can take it backside if those guys get too excited and overrun the play. Or he can get it out the front side if you lose contain uh, at the DN or linebacker position. So uh, the, the corners are going to have to bring their helmets uh, because they're going to have to tackle. And everybody else is going to have to just be disciplined and hopefully can shut him down. Because they've done well against the run. What are they at, 70-some yeah. yards? Yeah, it's like third in the league. Average. Yeah, yeah, top right. five. So they've been stout, and it starts there. That way it allows them an opportunity to play that uh, uh, heavy zone defense, bend on break defense that they like to play. All right, Fred, final thought with you this week. You know, the five weeks before the bye, the Jags won all five in five different stadiums in four different cities in seven different time zones, right? Well, now three of the next four are at Everbank Stadium. So, and I asked Doug Peterson in the press conference the other day, hey, you know, the difference now, you got to play at home and getting home. He's like, well, yeah, you got to play better at home. They didn't play well early in the season in this stadium. They were trying to figure things out, but that's the whole point of, playing it better at home is to get the home field. So you better play well at home. Either way, this place needs to be rocking on Sunday, Fred, for the 49ers-Jaguars matchup because this is what everybody's been waiting for for so long are games of this magnitude. Yeah, uh, I I just want to say Duval County, Jacksonville, the surrounding cities, on up into uh, southern Georgia, down to uh, um, middle of the state, Orlando, Jacksonville fans anywhere. If you're close by, you're going to be in the stadium. Now is the time to be electric. You know, you have to bring that uh, uh, um, L.A. Chargers energy to the stadium. The way that game was rocking that that night in the playoffs, we're going to need that energy each and every week to finish the season because there's no excuses. You know, you can make excuses when a team is under 500 and having a losing season at this point during the, at the, at the midway point. Uh, during the season, but there aren't any excuses in terms of uh, the, the the team's record. Now, if you have family obligations and mother life things, yeah, we get it. You know, but even me, I have stuff going on and I'm going to be in the stadium. So I ask that you be in the stadium, scream loud. You see me, let's high five. You know, we're going to take some photos. We, let's just have a great time at the bank and cheer on our guys uh, and to victory uh, this week. Next week, the week after that, we've got to win, man. we got to bring that energy. You always bring that energy, Fred. And See, I go we'll... from analyst and radio person to fanboy, you know, because I'm a Jaguar. <laughs> so I go from saying the Jaguars got to do this to we got to do this. I'm stuck somewhere in the middle, So, but it's all love and they know my heart. So uh, I just want us to win, obviously. I want Jacksonville to win as a city. And I think uh, winning does help put the city on the map, you know, a lot more. Uh, And it it just increases the awareness of all the beautiful things that actually can happen in Jacksonville. This is a beautiful city. It's a lot of amazing people and they don't always get that credit. Uh, But, you know, when sport is is at a high and you can just bring a little extra attention to the city from a positive uh, uh, point of view, 
it's it's a win-win for everybody. So come on out, cheer, yell, cry, scream, whatever you got to do. Let's get these W's. You can take Fred Taylor out of Duval, but you can't take Duval out of Fred Taylor. Yeah, I love that segue. You better believe it. We'll talk to you next week, Fred. I'll see you.